the Dirt Poor Podcast with Ben Davis Jr. and co-host Seth Coleman. Brought to you by Rowdy Smokehouse and recorded at the Back Row Studio. Wars. Wars. Like. Wars? Wars. Wires. 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 Wires, you acting so weird when I'm talking. Dude, I don't know. I just got this strange feeling from you today. It's feeling a little different. Well, anyways, wires, nobody cares in the whoever's. Why are you going to say it like that? I I mean, I just, that's, that's the name of the band, bud. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's not a. Abbott and Costello kind of thing. Oh, like Watt Street's closed? What Watt Street? Yeah, Watt Street's closed. Yeah, in Chillicothe, Watt Street. Yeah. W-A-T-T. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I am the Dirt Poor Troubadour, Ben Davis Jr. And I'm Seth Sickle Cell Colmer. Sickle Cell. A little medical inspiration this week. Just trying to bring it to light. Absolutely. Well, it is very light in here. We got perfect illumination, courtesy of Jeremy Barker. Oh, dude, he's handsome. Back Row Studio. I want to talk a little bit about a podcast that he does on YouTube, actually. It's called Obscure Mics, where he demos a bunch of different uh, microphones and just kind of talks about them and lets you hear what they sound like versus other models of that microphone or, you know, industry standard equipment. Pretty cool, so check that out. 
obscure mics on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it'll teach you a lot. Teach you a lot. Thanks, Jeremy. We love you. All right, Seth. So, uh, what you been up to, bud? Well, had a really nice little shindig at my house over the weekend. Um, was was Mike Dwayne there? No. He wasn't. Then it wasn't a shindig, bud. Oh. Well, I didn't know that's what made it a shindig. Mike DeWine and another nine, I believe, is the rule. Oh, damn. But no more. Well, no more, no less. Well, I, I, I bought masks. Like, I, I bought packets of masks to give to people. We're going to be standing next to each other, probably kissing and stuff, but you need to wear a mask if we're going to kiss. That's right. That's the only way that you can avoid getting a girl pregnant, bud. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was just thinking about that last night. My mom told me don't ever kiss girls at school because it gets them pregnant. My mom always told me to kiss girls at school. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, my mom was really cool. She still is. Awesome. Yeah. Still is. I, I've actually not gotten to meet her, but I have her on my Facebook, which is pretty nice. She's, yeah. She's a, a positive presence on Facebook. Oh, yeah. She is a very bright person. She does a lot of makeup, too. So uh, what have you been doing this weekend? Or since the last time I was with you? I don't know. I've I've just been, uh, I started a new job, and nice. so I've been learning stuff there, and I'm still working another job. Dude, working man. So between that and messing up my mower, <sighs> now i got to fix that again. I don't know, just watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, not a whole lot of anything else. I, I don't really watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine that much. I've watched a couple episodes. Jacob is always telling me to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's like, if you love Andy Samberg, you're going to love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm like, okay, and then now I don't have internet, so... Yeah, that, that's that's my life, so I torrent. Oh. Always steal media, always. Nobody needs money. We're all just rich, all of us. Yeah. Thursday, I did do something. I did go to Rowdy Smokehouse. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and I had me a big old wood-fired ribeye. Mm. It was just so delicious with some macaroni and cheese. It was mac and cheese and what else was it? It was potato salad. Mm. Yeah, so I had mac and cheese and I had potato salad with my Do they do mashed ribeye. potatoes there? They don't because... Because they have the best potato salad. If you want your carbs from the Spud family, you get the big tater or you get the potato salad. That's okay. the options at Rowdy's. If you don't like it, get the hell out. Well, I, th- I don't think you should get the hell out. You should try another option. Okay, yeah. They do have, you know, they have a buffalo chicken mac and cheese that I've never tried there. Ooh. And I, I would like to try that. I like me some buffalo. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I might end up over there this week. You know me. I know you. <laughs> Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Gonna get me a big old tater and a coal fire ribeye too. The hickory chicken dinner's sure to be a winner if you wanna feed your family too. Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse, gotta have that barbecue. Damn, I want some chicken. You know what I was thinking? You should get your band, Terrific, to record a version of the, the Rowdy Smokehouse Wow, theme. that would be really cool. That would be really, really fun. I honestly was thinking about something uh, last night, doing different versions of that, variations of that, and you know, reaching out to everybody and be like, wow, I didn't know Rowdy's was so metal. <laughs> Damn! Uh, it'll be great We're just to have a lot of different versions. We can have a lounge singing version. Techno. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Take me to Rowdy's Smokehouse. Well, there, there's a lot to be said about our, our guest this evening. Uh, I'm going to leave the honors up to you. Just tell us a little bit about your history uh, with Mr. Joseph Crabtree. Oh, okay. Well, Mr. Joseph Crabtree <laughs> is a boy who makes noises. He loves noise making, and he just does it 
all the time. I've known Joey for such a long time. He is really my main inspiration for playing music. If I wouldn't be have started playing music with Joey, I wouldn't be playing music today, really. So he's been a huge inspiration to me and big support in music in every, every way that I've ever had anything to do with music. And he lives in Old Wellston. He has like 17,000 different, you know, names of bands that he goes by. And he's in multiple different projects. He's always playing. Uh, he's cute as a bit. I want to kiss him on his lips. But yeah, that's Joseph Crabtree, Joey. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey. He's, he's actually here with us today. Live in person. Live. First one. I loved everything before I started saying things. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are wonderful. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you guys are doing this. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Yeah, as soon as I was like, we're doing this, I'm like, Joey's got to be on here. Absolutely. Well, you've been a, a major contributor to the local music scene for a, a huge number of years. I mean, you've been working kind of, you know, you, you are a solo creator for the most part, it seems, but you also have been a lot with your bands and all that stuff. So it's like there's just so much content. You're a very prolific person in general. I don't know. It's just really, really, really impressive. Well, thanks, man. I really Absolutely. appreciate that. How many songs okay. do you think you got? Oh, God. Probably around the 660 area? <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> Just, you know, let's say 500 of those have never been recorded or left the kitchen. Yeah. 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 I've heard a lot yeah. of them, though. You have, yeah. actually, which is surprising. You're probably the only person that has. <laughs> and I like to keep it that way, I think. Me too, dude. Yeah. If they're good enough, they'll end up on something. Or sometimes if they're bad enough, they'll end up recorded. Who knows? The latest thing I just did, I was I actually deleted that and can't do anything else to it because I hated it. And then I remastered it. And I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. You can download it for free now if you want. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the most beautiful things is you do everything for free pretty much. I mean, all of your all of your albums are free offerings and it's there for the taking. For sure. I mean, I do, at least for my stuff, I do it for myself just because it's like, well, I just have these ideas and I just want to kind of learn more. It's uh, you never stop learning with it. So absolutely. And especially with recording, too. And that's mostly I mean, since all this uh, global madness is going on, I'm just like, well, I guess I should learn more about just uh, being a recluse and um, playing Mario. Yes. Yes. I did. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I played uh, like it. So many Mario hacks for three weeks straight. My wife hated me, but not not really. But maybe at that time she did a little. Oh, she did. She told me all about it. <laughs> uh, well, don't tell me about it. <laughs> I won't. Thank you. She was like, he's too cute. Damn oh, it. No. Sorry I told you. That's okay. <laughs> but I definitely, uh, I'd spend more time on the things that I'm a part of with other people. I'm definitely less likely to just be like, well, I hate this, but I'm putting it out there anyway, or or I'm just, you know, apprehensive about it, because just having other people be a part of it is like, well, it, it's everybody's. It's not just mine to critique or whatever, and it's just something more special that way. And I feel more disciplined, I guess, in those things, like in the parts that I'm doing with Terrific, with Seth, or yeah. uh, The Wind and the Sea, where I play drums, I just feel like, well... You know, all these other people deserve to have something that's better than what I would usually settle for with myself. But also in that sense, the things for myself are just like just my way of playing around and learning new things. And it can be as weird as it wants. And, you know, it's kind of like the Nobody Cares and Whoever's album just being like, yeah, I'm going to put this under that name. I was like, I don't really give a shit 
how bad it is, I guess, you know, it's like I could be more honest and be more myself with it. And everything was an accident as far as like, I was like, eh, I want to play drums today. I'm going to pick a 140 tempo and just play drums. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's good enough. And just keep layering stuff. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I've made some weird song that just kind of fell out of my ass. But <laughs> that's but, awesome. Yeah, that's just something fun to do. It was a document of that day that I had off work, I guess, you know, so regardless, I did it. So there it is. And you can have it because, well, we all have to have full-time jobs still. You know, every musician I know is working still, and I just kind of make music for fun. That's great. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not to say it's uh, not super rewarding when people do pay you for, you know, doing something you've worked really hard at for a long time. And that's yeah. why, you know, if you feel bad just pressing a zero to download an album, you can give me something, but you don't have to. If it makes you feel better, you can but it's not necessary. And that's and that's really cool because no pressure, guys. Download it. If you want to put a penny in there, who cares? You know, you put zero in there. Who cares? You put $100 in there, he'll care. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will definitely, I will start um, sending you the lyrics to everything and you'll be like, oh God, I, I didn't know it said that. <laughs> can, I, can I have my money back? So uh, Joey, something else that you're uh, into, not just music that you're into all the time. You're, you've been doing like circuit bending with toys and making uh, guitar pedals and stuff like yeah, that yeah um i guess that's just another part of uh you never stop learning things yeah i was like i want to actually know what is making the sounds i'm recording or if i can take some toy and make it do something it shouldn't do and it ends up in a song well like no one else is gonna have that sound absolutely so you know it's just something something else to learn and try to grow with i've made some pedals for a few friends and um i don't have a paypal so i'm like hey uh, buy this random song from this uh band i made up called shit teeth they <laughs> 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 just buy this one terrible uh one minute song for a hundred bucks and i'll send you a pedal yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's interested in strange noises send me things i can make various sounds yeah you you have that toy gun yeah that makes yeah. all kinds of crazy noises that seems to be a real popular one and it's super simple i just explained this to our friend before we came here actually. yeah we didn't waste that pod moment we didn't waste it at all <laughs> but i mean it's real simple uh you can take a toy apart and especially if it's like a nine volt or lower you're not like gonna electrocute yourself but lick your fingers and push around on a circuit board and if it starts making wonky sounds you probably especially if it's moving in pitch you probably found a pitch resistor put two wires on that put it to a knob take a knob out of an old guitar or something if you got an old electric guitar and you got a little pitch wheel on a toy gun that's pretty awesome and then people are like dude yeah <laughs> well how did you do that and i'm like like this and they're like that sounds complicated i'm like it's not that's not that bad just try it that's the thing just take it apart you're not gonna die but I'm scared. Yeah. They definitely don't like mess with amps and stuff. But of course it gets more in depth than that. But it's something as simple as just putting like a a pitch wheel on something is uh just lick your fingers and feel around on toys. And you'd be like, Oh cool. This That's like one of my hobbies. Yeah, like this cat sounds like a demon now. All right. I'm into that. Yeah, you could probably create a pretty sadistic sounding tickle me elmo. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you can YouTube whatever toy you want and someone has probably taken it apart and made it sound crazy, to probably making some pretty sweet dubstep music. I don't even listen to that, but if it's made with toys, I'll be like, you know, I'm that, interested. I'm giving it a chance. Yeah. What have you what have you been doing recently to like keep yourself busy with uh you know, everything going on? I know you're off for a couple weeks. I, I guess we just whenever that you played Mario and stuff, but yeah, like yeah. <laughs> um you, have you just been making music? Yeah, playing around with uh, some new recording gear that I got. Again, just trying to learn some more with that. You know, it's got all these different inputs and outputs, and I'm just trying to route them all in different ways. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's fun. 
and you know just uh dwelling in that dungeon of pro tools and seeing what all i can do with the new stuff that we're about to do because i definitely want to have a terrific album out it's been yeah. almost 10 years yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking about this the yeah. other day i was like wow yeah. and we still don't have an album I know. <laughs> and that's my fault because i'm like guys hey, once i get this it'll sound so much better let's re-record it all yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i'm real sorry about that oh no it's all right but, uh, I mean, if we do it within the next six months, then before I get something else. Yeah. Hey, Alex, <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, come record drum tracks, you turkey. Please. Please. That would be pretty great. I'd love to have a terrific record. Yeah. We'd love for you to have one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'd love for everyone to have one. Same. You know, they could get to hear our sloppy honks. Exactly. And our grumble stumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the funniest thing, too. Like, when, like no one understands, like, what our song titles are. So, and, like, we'll say it wrong at shows, and people are like, dude. Stumble Grumps is great. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's actually Grumble stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like, that song that starts with the burp. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, it does. Who does number two work for? They'd be like, I love that, man. We just call it number two half the time. Right, right. <laughs> and that's kind of like the, it's supposed to be like a party band, I guess, anyway. Like, you know, I don't really ever want to go play music somewhere and afterwards people feel like they just can't come up and be like, hey, dudes, like, what's going on? That was cool tunes or you guys are a bunch of assholes or, you know, like, whatever, say whatever you want. Like we just want to feel like approachable people and not yeah. not be too serious or be like I don't know act like we are just... professional at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though I mean, at least when you're playing music, you'll make it as good as you, it can Absolutely. be. Absolutely. But as human beings, just want to be like we are who we are, and we're not trying to I don't know portray ourselves as something else just because we're elevated higher than all you humans right now and making loud sounds with pieces of wood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like whatever. We're still we're still farting the whole time just oh, like yeah. you guys are down there. Yeah, let's us fart together. Yeah, get up here. So, get up here and fart. Yeah, so whenever possible we try and get on floor level so we can just all fart yep. at the same level. Fart on the same level. Yeah, it's a fun time. Well, what really sucks is when you're on stage, farts rise, so when the crowd is farting, we just smell it more. They don't smell our farts. Right. So. And we still love you. Yeah. We're so appreciative of all those farts you're sending up our way. Oh, dude, they're the best. Thank you. Ben, what, what are your take on farts? Waylon Jennings. He's seeing the world with a five-piece band standing at the backside of him. Oh, did he fart a lot? I'm just, that was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. We did do a show that way once where I just faced a drummer just because it was easier. Um, when nobody cares to know whoever's was like a thing to play it a couple times uh, with other people. Even though I did the album myself, there was like, oh, some of my friends I played music with for a long time. Um, we learned the songs and played them out and our drummer just really went off feel. So I just faced him so that we could just kind of, as we call wow, 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 wow. Um, and you put your hands over your head because it's like brain waves happen. It's mm -hmm. like, this is going to be extra slow, or this is uh, just going to be off the wall, and I have to just get on the ground and make noises with effects here because Chris decided that's what is happening. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. it's weird. You play with people for a while, uh, and you just jam, and then you notice you guys are stopping at the same spots, right. getting heavy or slowing down yeah. at the same spots, and you're just you're not even communicating at all. You're just playing music, and it's like you both feel that, yep, that's what we're doing right now, and it's like, Boom. And yep. it's so funny because you and I do that all the time. And so, you know, anytime that uh, we feel like jamming, Seth jumps on the bass and I play drums and uh, we don't really have a name for it. Heavens Yes. We, <laughs> we, we have, have done Heavens Yes, which I'm really into. I also debated uh, doing shit teeth. I don't know. Either or. You just never know. So if you ever see that on something playing somewhere and that's just uh, 
Me and your boy Seth. Yeah, boy. Playing some funk punk. Oh. Joey, tell us about Wires, man. We kicked off the show, Um, and uh, I was looking at the lyrics uh, after you sent me the link, and I was curious because it's it's pretty poetic. You know, uh, do the lyrics come after the music, or how'd that work out? Well, that's always uh, different, just depending on what it is. With that song, it was beforehand, actually. Okay. Um, I was a manager of three animal clinics at the time for about a year, and I just felt like completely drained, I guess. You know, I was just, uh, there was so much that I was responsible for, and I couldn't make music for a long time. So I I feel like, you know, the words in that are basically being like, hey, you you know, when you're stretched too thin, and that's like, I rarely write about things that I think people, you know, like in a a broad way can relate to, and that, you know, is kind of where the chorus came from as far as nobody's wired the same, but we still make connections, so... You know, even though, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty weird and not like a lot of the people in the, my hometown or whatever. Like, everybody's been stretched too thin at some point, so it's probably the most easily digestible song from that album. And just kind of a way to be like, yeah, was, no matter how weird this gets, like, we're all human beings. And I feel like a lot of the lyrics from that just came from feeling like, I, I don't know, couldn't couldn't really be myself anymore there's a lot of contradicting things going on in this album and probably a lot of the words were written before music on this one and was just kind of during that time when i finally was uh able to turn my thoughts off from work enough to jot some stuff down i i definitely recognize that the lyrics kind of could stand on their own you know the the song the the whole composition is amazing but each part of the song they can support themselves they don't really need each other to be amazing well, that means a lot, man. Yeah. Thanks. Well, Aww. it's hard for me to say, but cute as a bit. <laughs> cute as a bit. <laughs> Someone give me a mask. I'm gonna kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna kiss, you gotta wear your mask. Duh. Read it. It's on Facebook. I seen it on there. You gotta wear a mask. Kiss now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, uh, DJ Trump. Mm-hmm. I think he said it. I, I bet you he did. What hasn't he said? DJ T Rump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DJ T Rump. Oh, <laughs> give me some of that dumb. He's got dumps like a trunk. Trunk, <laughs> trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a funny thing that uh, I'm gonna go that off, Ben, uh, you and I, we played that song not long ago. We did. We played the, uh, the thong song uh, at a party over Independence we- Weekend. Discreet adult party. Oh, my. It was a great time. It, it really was. was. Thanks for having me. Well, I didn't have you. Well, there was another boy It just happened. <laughs> Thanks for just letting me do it without running me off. The- Our friend, Irvin Legend, thank you very much. We love <laughs> That's you. That's the best name ever. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard I've, that. I've been trying to get him a Irvin Legend and then security on the back shirt for when he comes to our gigs. Dude, that's perfect. <laughs> I would love that. Me too. Me too. People would know him forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really heated topic. I don't know if some of you guys have realized that me and Ben don't always see eye to eye. I'm a little bit taller than him. Uh, <laughs> But I'm five ten and a half, man. But I'm like six three and a half. Damn, I'm five ten. Look so. at my neck. Look at my neck. We're standing in this room, by the way. We're not sitting down. We're all just standing. <laughs> it's really, really, really fun. I had to turn the AC off somewhere in a thong. Couldn't <laughs> 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 put like yeah. But the uh, the I mean, I guess the question is, I'm I'm gonna get to it. What's your thoughts on sour cream? I love it, my boy. I put didn't understand that uh, we were getting involved in a handicap match type situation. I just figured uh, I knew that he was a smart person. I know Joey's a smart person and, you know, reason and logic led him to be like, you know, sour cream's delicious and it's good on everything, even by uh, itself. No, no. I mean, there's just no way. It's, it's Joey, not. tell him. I tried it like three it. weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I tried to like it again. It's, it's 
horrible. It's a nightmare of a substance that shouldn't exist. Do you like cream cheese? I love cream cheese. You know it's made out of sour cream, right? No, it is not. I heard that. No, it makes sense. I mean, cream is in both of those. Yeah, things. and yeah. it's got that. It's got that like. It doesn't taste little anything like it. <laughs> it's doesn't. like it's like thick cream cheese. It's like thick sour. It's cream. not the texture. It's the flavor all around. And you mean that delicious sour cream flavor? It took me a long time to like guacamole, but I love guacamole. Sour cream, no way. Well, maybe you should start trying to be right more often. I'm on the right side of this, bud. You can I don't say think what you want. Two to one, right now, man. I Two know. One. Uh, well, just wait till I find my tag team partner. No, that's going to be hard to do. That is going to be hard it's to do in a world be of dude sour love. cream. <laughs> dude love. Dude love is going to come back out of retirement and is going to be my tag team partner just like he did Stone Cold Steve Austin on his debut. So he doesn't like sour cream? He hates it. How do you know? I asked him. He said, I don't, I don't believe it. Lord have mercy. He <laughs> <laughs> did the Charleston and then the, you they mean sang the Chaz. Song. Yeah, the Chaston. <laughs> the Chaston. And then they, uh, he, he was like on my side about it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's my bro, dude, love. Oh. Now, I feel like Mick Foley probably eats sour cream, but that's a different animal. Cactus Jack, I don't think he cares either way. You know, I, I don't think he eats. He eats nails and pees gasoline. Yeah, dude. Like, so, you know, sour cream would, eh, it'd just curdle. It would. I don't believe it until you give him a taco with sour cream on it. Don't tell him. I bet he loves it. No. Oh, yeah. But Who, me? No. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about Cactus Jack. I'm talking about Ben. Cactus Jack, <laughs> he'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he don't, he likes everything. Well, it's free. Give him give it to him. He's he doesn't wild. have to pay for it. It's free. Mm. Cactus Jack's like, I'm going to eat it. Boom. And he's like, it was great. Thank you. And then he, bang, bang. Yeah. Maybe DDT you. Or some shit. But yeah, you guys, it's unfair. I stand by my word. I'd rather eat sour cream in hell. Well, I'll be eating guacamole in purgatory. Okay. Okay, well, I'll be eating guacamole in hell, too. Right, <laughs> they got it, bro. Yeah, but it's... it's We're going to come pinch your butt cheeks in purgatory. <laughs> Just the Taco cream. Bell. Come down here. We miss you. Come on. You're come not on. getting authentic guacamole in hell. You're getting Taco Bell paste. How do you know? I talked to a guy down there. Oh, dude. I always heard avocados are a girl's best love. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from Moulin Rouge? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, okay. We'll go. Well, actually, I got another question. It's more fair. It's something I've been wanting to ask people. You know, I didn't get to ask Walter DeBar, David Childers, or um, John, Evans. John Evans from uh, Cutler Station. Sorry, John. Um, but... You know, we did talk about a game a little bit, but what what is your favorite game? I'm a I'm a gamer, I'm a big game collector, uh, have a huge game collection, and you know, I think it's an interesting topic. I've always wanted to ask different musicians and stuff what their favorite game is. So, what's your favorite game? Vidya game. Vidya game. Ooh, I probably probably say Resident Evil. Resident Actually, Evil. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, you've played really like, all of them pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Except, I mean, I don't have a PS4, so I've been asking everyone if I can have theirs. But, I mean, if you want to buy shit teeth for as much as a PS4. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. Yeah, you'll probably have to send me an email first because it's not on Bandcamp. And then I'll put it on Bandcamp so you can buy it and then probably take it back off because it doesn't really fit with the rest of that catalog right now. So, that happens. But, yeah, People are, probably Resident Evil. Bandcamp's going to be like, this shit teeth, man, they are gold. <laughs> know, <laughs> they just keep selling $100 dude, songs. And that's another one I just pulled out of my ass. And people are like, dude, this is this is pretty cool. And I was like, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I probably should have worked on it a little more for you then. Like, but okay, cool, thanks. Joey, I said you've been a supporter of, you know, the, and a contributor to the local scene for a long time. Uh, I remember you putting on shows uh, at your house. <sighs> yeah, yeah. 
That was one of like probably the the best show that I ever did was at our house, and it was for uh, the first Joseph and His Ghost album, which is uh, the name I usually use for the solo shits. But Terrific played, and uh, enough people jumped at the same time that we broke five of the seven joists in my living room. <laughs> the most epic <laughs> house uh, show ever. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. And we kept playing. We did, yeah. Like, and then people played acoustic stuff afterwards. Right. And the three of us, I, well, at least me and each of you guys met through music. And I mean, like, really, I wouldn't be here now if it wasn't for music, like, hanging out with you guys. Like, I can't even imagine if any of us never had that to just kind of fall back on anytime. Life is like, hey, yeah, here's a, here's a wave of funk for you. Like, well, we can just make some sounds and get through it. Very therapeutic. Indeed. Yeah. I, f- I feel like my old band would be Heroes played your first band in the reds first show absolutely with uh Crazy. the amber report yep whose drummer was philip reed, philip reed. and who i play drums for now like it's just so <laughs> weird like what like out that well, was forever ago and but. then federal kevin bacon played uh federal offense played at that same show and yeah. jesse mitten has been playing drums for the revelry dude so i didn't even realize that jesse was in that band yeah that. dude that's crazy that's where i Saul assuming the negative. I remember them. Yeah, they dude. were awesome. Yeah, they were freaking awesome. And weird enough, I went to Ozfest that year, saw the lead singer there, and I was like, "Dude, you're from Assuming the Negative." He's like, "Oh yeah, you were at that show in Jackson." And I was like, oh, "He remembered me," <laughs> and um, gave me two tickets to a show in Al Rosa at Al Rosa for their thing. It had their name on it and everything. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Alex, we gotta go." We didn't go. Wow. Alex's mom said, "Nope." You guys aren't allowed in that area of Columbus, you young oh. boys. You know, I mean, it, probably not entirely terrible you weren't allowed at the Al Rosa. Yeah, <laughs> at like 14 or 15. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I guess Alex was 16, so I was like 15 yeah. or was 16. Was Dimebag dead yet? No. No, it was right before that, actually. See? That show. No, I don't know if it was that <laughs> show. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've played there a few times with Terrific since all this. Hey, I actually of. made history at yeah. the El Rosa uh, being the first and only ukulele player yeah. to uh, grace <laughs> the stage of the El Rosa. Yeah. True story. For sure. That was an Elkin Elephant show or no? No. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be, yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, the Gardener and the Fire, which was one of those many band names that I was a part of. And the other two that guys... That was a good band. Really just good didn't band. show up. Well, thanks. You can find stuff on YouTube. If you go to We Are records look for that on youtube there's just all the various things that we've done on there um but yeah they didn't show up and it just so happened seth brought a ukulele i had an acoustic and we played an acoustic set at the al rosa, al rosa. with like a bunch of metal bands yeah. <laughs> and hell no yeah hell no was, yeah. was the first time we saw hell no and it's for like sure. oh another i guess two-piece because we were <laughs> we were uh you know unfortunately a two-piece at that time right and we're like oh bass and drums like, this is either going to be really good or really bad, and they blew my mind. They were incredible. I still love them today. One of oh, my yeah. favorite bands ever. They're that's, so good. That's why we went with Heaven's Yes for our bass yeah. drum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <That's the laughs> no, Heaven's Yes, you know. Right, exactly. That's but awesome. they're both awesome dudes. And Ren and Josh, like, yeah. I would like to get them on here, too. Absolutely. Like, I need to message them. That would be great because I, I don't know if they're doing anything new. I hope they are. But I've been out of the, the uh, Athens music loop there for a while since. Uh, Same. Since the old Roni. Yeah. I've been out of it for a while. I mean, as going back to you mentioned earlier, you know, doing things in the local music scene or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, weird enough, uh, like now thinking about, like, yeah, we have done a lot of cool stuff together. Oh, but, but, like, I don't know. Anymore, it just seems like 
I'm just uh, the black sheep as far as content goes, and I just don't really try to put anything together around. Like, those old memorial building shows were fun. I've done a few things at JC's. House shows were always, like, the funnest thing. If, yeah. if we did around there, I'd rather do that as opposed to having a bunch of, like, drunk rednecks being like, hey, man, play Bob Seger. Right. And I'd be like, I don't know Bob Seger. I write music. I'm sorry. Um, Dude, legit, <laughs> the uh, the gathering I had, you, you brought uh, a guitar with you because I was like, hey, bring a guitar. <laughs> maybe we could play some music. And... It ended up didn't happening because I was just having so much fun dancing around. Same here. <laughs> and um, soon as he brought the guitar in, someone's like, "Tell me, you know, Simple Man." It <laughs> <laughs> was the first thing, and it's just like Joey's like, "Why did you bring? Why did you tell me to bring this here?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, recently Joey and Bobby Wheeler, Ben Irvin, and Darren Hackard were jamming uh, at this uh, <laughs> get together, and a woman came up and was like. Hey, do you guys know Picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid oh. Rock? And he was like, you mean, look at this photograph. <laughs> but then he would like, do you were doing all these abstract drumming beats behind it. Like that totally didn't match any song she wanted to hear. But right. eventually she, I remember being like, oh, like, Kid Rock. Yeah. You mean ball get the ball with your fangs, you dang shitty kitty? <laughs> no, not that one. She you mean ball get the ball with your finally. fangs, you dang shitty kitty? No, <laughs> nope, it's not that one. And then just play drums and holler that until she walks away, and then we can play whatever we want without being heckled. That's great. But It was amazing. It was fun. I'm, I'm glad that someone else even noticed that. It was, well, Darren Hackard, uh, the night before pulled a move that amazed me, uh, I was playing music on my bluetooth and i was playing music that i like to listen to like pretty good music and this girl came up and asked for me to play uh eminem or something like that it was some eminem song was it the real song like, shady no i think it was lose yourself even oh. or one of those songs like that it's but like, if you've been paying attention you know i don't play eminem songs i like. immediately was like i don't have control of the music trying to get her to go away because she was drunk and i was just not having it you're, but, you're a nice guy well I, Darren, <laughs> I was a little too drunk when that girl asked for picture. Darren uh, uh, pulled out his cigarette pack and was like, don't worry, I got you, and started typing on a cigarette pack, oh, just man. obviously his cigarettes, <laughs> and she was like, thank you so much. And she just walked away, and then she came back and requested another song after that one didn't play. She's like, and he man, pulled it right back it. out. He's like, how do you spell that? And just typing on his, it was just a cigarette carton. It was the funniest thing I've ever that's seen. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's pretty quick, too, you know, just so to think amazing. right off the fly to yeah. pull that out. <laughs> so if you listen to Eminem, you're not going to know what cigarettes look like. Yeah. No. no. Well, no. tobacco-free. That's right. Yeah, Eminem's straight edge. Yeah, above the influence, bud. Well, what do you got coming up next, Joey? Um, Apart it, from it, our gig at the Perry County Fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as show-wise, I'm nothing at all. I don't really try to book things. If they happen and people ask, that's awesome. But we want to play indoors. Yeah, yeah, we'd really like to play indoors because it's Where's hot outside. and we're, we're old and like we'll pass out. So like, It happens. Yeah. Any new music coming out? Um, yeah, probably because I got all this new recording crap and I just keep making noises. So it could happen at any time. I don't really warn anybody. I like yeah. to be surprised. I like Sporadic. to be like, oh, by the way, here's a song. Hey, I'm on Facebook today. Here's a song. Right. <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of how it happens. Probably, I would imagine, like another full length from the Joseph and his ghost title. Oh, you know? awesome. Ooh, thanks for caring. Um, maybe Who's Karen? Who's Karen? There <laughs> are said, Karens Th- Thanks for Karen. Oh, oh. <laughs> So Karen's bad name right now. It's a very bad name. About it. So, you know, that could be the, after this album, we'll have, you know, Karen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will love it. I'm going to go. Just thanks for Karen. That's a good good record title. Exactly. Um, but yeah, 
<laughs> I'd imagine that I'll have another one of those done within like half a year or so. Hopefully terrific as well as soon as Alex comes that and lays down drums. I yep. feel like this Alex guy is being pressured. A little bit. But nope. that's just what we do to him because he's cute and we love him. He's short too, dude. He is. He's <laughs> real short. And he's such a good drummer. Like, he's handsome though. Yeah. Like I, I love the way that he plays drums and approaches it. And he, uh, he's not doing a fill every four bars, which is what I used to do and did for like my first two albums pretty much until I started playing with The Wind and the Sea. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is probably how you should write songs and have parts and do them the same way every time. And. Yeah, so I definitely um, love the way that Alex goes about things for Terrific. It makes it really easy for us to do our job, which, you know, I, I can understand that now playing drums for another band. So um, please come record your drum parts. We love you. Yeah, we love I'm just you. Trying, just trying to, you know, pull yeah. your heartstrings. I don't want to, um, you know, just be like, oh, hey, let's just keep dropping Terrific stuff. Oh, yeah, but, but I'm a uh, part of that. I want to say, uh, you know, we we talk about me, you, and Alex so much, but, you know, Grant, Grant, Grant <laughs> is in the band now, and it's uh, he's been there for a while and making new music with us and stuff. But if you have heard any of our old music, when we record the new album, it's going to sound different. Absolutely, because yeah. we have Grant in there, and he is like perfect. Like he just plays he really everything is. perfect. I uh, I'm really happy to have him playing a guitar because I'm not that great of a guitar player or really of an anything. I just do a lot of things and just try to make songs with them. They're all just tools, but like I think that's part of having other people be a part of whatever you're doing because it's like, oh, they're kind of more focused on whatever that one instrument is. And Grant's guitar playing just allows me to kind of be loosey-goosey and make noise and he can do all the things that sound good. Yeah, I, I feel the same way too. He's, like, he's so good. And he makes music by himself, too. Like, yep. just beautiful, just him and an acoustic. Um, I could listen to it all day. He's one of my favorite guitar players. Him and the guitar player, Adam Wood, from The Wind and the Sea, who also yeah. has solo music. And, again, I mean, we wouldn't all know each other if it wasn't for deciding we wanted to pick up an instrument one day and mm -hmm. figure out how it works and maybe make some songs. And here we are, however many songs later, talking about it. And whoever hears this is hearing it, and that's really cool. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> can't imagine life being any other way. Ma'am, why don't you tell us a little bit more about The Wind of the Sea? Uh, you mentioned them a couple times, but I'd really like to hear more from your perspective and uh, about the experience. Well, thanks. Uh, it's uh, just I've learned a lot, especially about like the technology of music, just because those guys are so savvy with that stuff and all the different ways that you can run things. I mean, I've learned a lot about recording from Philip, of course. And uh, I mean, he's been one of my good friends really since that show we played together forever ago to Memorial Building. Um, he's done so much with it, playing different roles just like I do. I mean, we're a lot alike in that. But we were fortunate enough to do a lot of really cool things. Like we got to play with my absolute favorite band, Cursive. And uh, that was was awesome just like oh these are my favorite musicians and now i'm just hanging out playing a show with them drinking some beers and it was wonderful um we got to do um a couple different benefits for ballet met in columbus which was really cool and uh super nerve-wracking for me when we're playing with the symphony and like the conductor's like you're the conductor because you're playing the tempo that we all need to go to and i'm like great thank you uh, <laughs> you're like i i uh, i'm a punk rock kid and now I have to do this. Um, but, I mean, that was super awesome, and it worked out great the three years that we'd done that. And, I mean, they're just uh, they're just really good friends of mine. Honestly, I didn't know David or Adam before doing that, and it's really weird of me to play music with people that I hadn't already met. But, like, as soon as I met them, it was just like, wow. Best like, friends. Yeah, like, we already had known each other for years. I mean, uh, Adam's from a small town and stuff, just like uh, we are, and we instantly... 
understood each other's really dark yeah, morbid humor. <laughs> well, it's that thing. Like, I didn't, I don't even play with the guys. I just went up there to a practice one time. Like, we're best friends now. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, they're just those kind of people, and those are the kind of people I think you should surround yourself with that make you feel like you can be entirely yourself, and they're still going to love you. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, there's w- one more thing you didn't mention this, and I, I think it's one of the coolest things about the one in the sea. They were, uh, you guys were featured on a, a movie that was on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. So we were on uh, Saving Banksy. Yep. Which was a super cool opportunity for sure. Um, we had three of our songs on there. There was also a Todd Rundgren song on there, who is another one of my favorite artists. And Wearing that, his t-shirt right now. I am. I love him. He's cute as a bit. Um, if you don't know him, you should definitely check it out. Another dude that just makes and plays a bunch of stuff by himself and records it. He has a band and stuff too, but check him out. Um, but that was a really cool documentary, and it's about something that, I mean, we all really care about too, which is art. I mean, art. we... We all make music from an artistic standpoint, even if sometimes it's not art. You know, it's kind of just a documentation of your day. Like I said earlier, you still kind of want part of it to, I don't know, just take a part out of yourself and put it out there in an audible form so that people can take it in however they please. You but, can't have part without art. Hey, there you go, bud. I'm just farting art all the time, pulling shit out of my ass, and there it happens. <laughs> and people are like, oh, shit, teeth, bud. I like that. And I'm like, well. I'm I'm really surprised. It was kind of just a joke. But <laughs> <laughs> and I like adding comedic value to things, too. Um, but if you have uh, Netflix, I think it's still on there. You can search Saving Banksy. There's It's a really Torn. good documentary. Torn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Banksy shows up in uh, San Francisco and tags this wall, and then this guy takes it down and tries to put it in an art museum, and they won't accept it because they say it's not art. But on the other hand, people are wanting to pay, like, you know, quarter million dollars, half a million dollars. It's it's a lot of money for this thing, yet an art museum says it's not art and won't accept it. And so the whole documentary is about that, and it's really good. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm sure you can find it somewhere online if you search for Saving Banksy. I bet you you could buy it on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt it. They do that kind of thing these yeah. days. Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Old Amazon, I'll tell you what. Well, you got any uh, message you want to convey to... All of your fans out there, our listeners. Oh, I love all five of you. Really? <laughs> uh, and if and if there's more, I swear I'm gonna cry myself to sleep at night. So, you know, <laughs> I just do what I do uh, for myself to have fun, and uh, it's kind of like there's just absolutely nothing being held back with it. You know, I'm just doing exactly what I want without having a an actual audience in mind while it's created. So. It's like, for your benefit, when you listen to it, you can be like, well, this guy wasn't just trying to make me like him. Like, he was just doing what he wanted. So, And if you don't like it, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally get sometimes I don't. But if you do, I, I really love you and hope we can be friends because that's how I know these people I'm talking to right now, just from making noises. Right on. Well, all right, everybody. Joey Crabtree. Seth, go ahead and name as many of his bands as you can in 10 seconds. Furfur Murmur, Terrific, <laughs> Joseph and His Ghost, Shit Teeth, Nobody Cares and the Whoever's, Shit Truck, uh, Ella Canelephant, <laughs> Let Me Think of Some More, um, uh, Gardener of the Fire, Winter of the Sea, Been More Than 10 Seconds. Probably 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's a penalty against Team Sour Cream. Oh, bull. That's not fair. It That's is. a low blow. Okay. Hey, we both had a clock right here, bud. Right here on this recording device. But you didn't stop me. That's not fair. I'm not willing running this thing. I'm just co-running it. You oh. could have done it just as much as I could have, bud. Okay, Sour whatever. Sour cream sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. 
Well, I hope all the fans out there love sour cream because if you don't, you're wrong. No, you're you're on my side, the good side of life. Taters, chili, tacos. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Eat it. Look what you've done with a dollop. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> what is the band camp? Where can, where can people like find your music at? Like, Give them the links right now. Josephandhisghost.bandcamp.com <laughs> Please plug. leave your message. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to close out the show with Needles and Pens by Nobody Cares and the Whoever's. Thank you. I'm Ben Davis Jr. And I am Seth Sickle Cell Comer signing off. Goodbye. Bye.